Hey everyone, welcome to episode 56 of Something Worth Thinking About. My name is Randy Todd and I welcome you to today's podcast as we will move deeper into our conversation about the incredible notion of our fellowship with God. This is a foundational gospel truth that is explicitly stated in the Word of God in 1 John chapter 1, verse 3, which we considered in the last podcast. Today, we will move forward in these opening lines of 1 John to hear what else John said about our fellowship with God. Because what John will say is our fellowship with the Father and Son means that we also have fellowship with one another. And so that's what we want to think about in today's episode. Our reading today will come from 1 John chapter 1. And for the sake of giving us a little context, we'll start in verse 3 and move on down through the second verse of chapter 2. Hear the word of God. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard so that you also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We write this to make our joy complete. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live by the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word has no place in our lives. My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin, but if anybody does sin, we have one who speaks to the Father in our defense, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for our sins, but also for the sins of the whole world. The Word of God. Now, well, notice in these opening lines as John is presenting us with this profound notion that we have fellowship with the Father and Son. And as we look elsewhere in Scripture, that we can bring the Holy Spirit into this as well. In 2 Corinthians 13 and 14, our fellowship is with God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Our fellowship is with God. And John wrestles with the tension of this reality that God is light and there is no darkness in him at all, that God, in essence, in other words, is holy. God is not just holy. God is, as scripture will say in Revelation, as the angels and the, the creatures around the throne would cry out that God is holy, holy, 
holy. God alone is holy, and there is no other that is holy like God. God is righteous. God does not sin. God cannot be tempted, and yet we as human beings who live in the flesh and are tempted and give in to temptations, and therefore we we're not like God, and yet we are, through Christ Jesus our Lord, we're in fellowship with God. And John addresses this by telling us that it is by the blood of Jesus Christ our Lord that our sins are washed away, that we are purified from all sin so that we can have this fellowship with God. And so John will also say, you know, if we're going to say we're in fellowship with God, then we have to walk in the light because if we're walking in the darkness, we can't claim that we have fellowship with God. And if we do make this claim when we're walking in the darkness, we're lying about it. We're just flat out lying. And then on the other side, having just said that, then he goes on to say, if we claim that we don't have sin, Again, we're lying. We're deceiving ourselves because everybody has sinned and everybody needs the blood of Jesus Christ to be made right. And then on the flip side of this, he said, our sins are taken care of. He said, uh, our, we need to admit and acknowledge and confess that we have sins instead of denying it or making a claim that we don't have sins. But then having said that, then he says, I write all of this to you so that you will not sin. And all I want us to see in this is this back and forth is, again, this tension of what John's putting before us that comes about through our fellowship with God. Our fellowship with God calls us to walk in the light. Our fellowship with God calls us to be like God in our thoughts, in our speech, and our behavior, and our interaction with one another. And yet at the very same time, John still acknowledging we're human we're in the flesh we we haven't arrived we're not we haven't arrived at perfection we're not like god and yet the bold claim john is making is that we have fellowship with god with the father and with the son because of the death and resurrection of jesus because of the blood of Christ. But as we look at all of this, there's this very interesting move and statement that John makes in the middle of all of this in verse 7. Let's hear that one more time. If we walk in the light as God is in the light, we should expect the next thing John will say is, if we walk in the light as God is in the light, we have fellowship with God. But that's not what John says. John says, if we walk in the light, as God is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. This statement and this move that John makes here ought to give us pause to think more deeply about the implications of saying we have fellowship with the Father and the Son. Because John says we have fellowship with the Father and the Son right after saying in verse 3 that you may also have fellowship with us. For John, this incredible notion of having fellowship with God means that we have fellowship with one another. And since we have fellowship with one another, that means that we have to love one another. 
and that we have to live in this world the way Jesus lived among us. And Jesus loved us to the end. He loved us to the highest degree. He loved us with an undying love, a love that compelled him to lay down his life for us all. And that's why in 1 John chapter 3, verse 16, John will say, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for, we would think it to be, we ought to lay down our lives for Jesus, since he laid down his life for us. But it's the same move. John says, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters, that is for one another. So as you think about, pray about, reflect upon our fellowship with God, make sure today as you give thanks to God for this beautiful, wonderful blessing of being in fellowship with God, the God of creation, the God of holiness, the God of righteousness, the God of life, the God who has made you holy through the blood of Jesus. The same God that you are now in fellowship with is in fellowship with everybody else that has also come into this fellowship through the blood of Jesus Christ, our Lord. And we are now in fellowship with one another. It's a profound truth, a profound reality, and it brings with it profound obligations and privileges of belonging to one another, sharing in life together, sharing in the struggles, sharing in the victories and the joys, sharing in everything that's hard, and simply being there for one another and living life together with one another in the same way that the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit have been in fellowship with one another as God since before time began and continue to be faithful in sharing their life together as God and inviting us to be in it, not just as an individual, but now to be a part of this ever-growing fellowship, every generation, this fellowship growing more and more in number as more and more people of every tribe, language, nation, uh, language, comes into the fellowship of God. So pray about this today. Think about this today and think about how you are being faithful to this fellowship, how you're being called to serve and to live in this fellowship, not to deny it, but to claim it, to embrace it and to pursue it with everything that you are in the same way that God pursued this by coming into this world in the form of a helpless baby, living as a human being, suffering all of the things that we suffer as a human being, and then tasting death for us all, the brutal death of a cross, laying down his life for us, only to take it up again. This is the commitment that God made to inviting us, bringing us into the fellowship. And we need to pursue this fellowship with the same passion and with the same love, knowing that in this fellowship alone, we will know life and we will know a love that never ends throughout eternity. Mm -hmm.